I take this opportunity to welcome you once again uh, to the show Morning Glory. My name is Pastor Abraham Isiche, and I thank God for this wonderful day He has given unto us. We know, we acknowledge that tomorrow is never promised. We receive each day as a gift from the grace of God, a day that has been designed that we go out and be the salt to the earth and the light to the world. One uh, mark that sets us apart is that we are people who think differently. We are known by a father. We are loved by a father. We are cared for and we are provided for by a father who never runs out of supplies, who never runs out of love, a father who is always guiding us, leading us, protecting us, revealing to us his heart, and leading us in the path of righteousness. So let me take a few, uh, a minute or so to open with a word of prayer. Father, receive glory, honor, and adoration for this day, Lord, you have given unto us. We thank you, Lord. We rejoice in your name. We are always in remembrance of your grace and your mercies towards us. You who chose to give up your life for our sake, that we may have life. You who chose to take the shame that we may be celebrated. Father, this morning, I acknowledge you as my God. I acknowledge you as my Father. I acknowledge you as my Lord and my Savior. Father, this is a day that I choose you above every other thing. I choose you in my words, I choose you in my deeds. I choose you in my thoughts. I choose you above the work of my hands. I choose you above everywhere I go. I choose you, Father, above every fellowship, every relationship that I have. That, Father, your name may be exalted, your name may be uplifted, that your name may be a name that is a sure rock upon which we stand. Father, this day as we speak, we ask that your words may bring life to our lives, that your words may guide us. Your word says that it is life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. And we desire to have life, we desire to have health in all our flesh, and the antidote, Father, here is your word. So thank you. May you continually speak to us, Lord, as we pay attention to every word that you speak. In the name of Jesus, we pray and believe. Amen and amen. This morning, I want to encourage you uh, 
from the book of Jeremiah, uh, chapter 1. Jeremiah is a man who experienced God in a moment of grief. The nation of Israel was in a state of apostate. They had forsaken God and the wrath that was before them was overwhelming. No wonder Jeremiah is being referred to as the heartbroken prophet. And his message was a heartbreaking message, crying out for the nation of Israel to return back to Lord in order to avoid the wrath of God. And how we relate to this prophet, how we relate to this prophet. We are living at a time when the world is moving far and far away from the Lord, where the word of God is becoming lukewarm and many take it for granted. This virus that has paralyzed the entire globe, this virus that is given the name of Corona, is is an indication that the world has lost its place, its place in Jesus Christ. When you listen to news, this virus is being spoken of and exalted by almost everybody. Of course, using fear or instilling fear uh, among people. When you look at the word Corona, it, it means king, it means crown, and it has exalted itself above the word of God. And the more we speak about it, the more we exalt it. You see, the devil does not care whether you speak evil or you speak ill or you, you, you reveal his bad ways and you continually pay attention to him by talking about him. He loves attention, just as this demon of Corona loves attention. And so we starve it by stopping uh, conversations about it. And we talk about Jesus Christ. We talk about who Christ is and who we are in him. Yes, it is the work of the world system to exalt its God. But for you and I, who are children of the kingdom of God, we exalt Christ, even though on the outward we know what's going on. We are not ignorant of what's going on. We are very much aware of what's going on, but we deliberately choose to ignore that, that we may exalt Christ, the living one. Christ is the only king. Christ is the only Lord. Christ is the only name that has power to deliver people 
from the bondage and corruption of sin. And so God approaches Jeremiah and he calls him out. The word says in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4 that the word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, this is Jeremiah responding. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. Now, just as God knew who Jeremiah was, before he was formed in his mother's womb, before he was born, he was already sanctified for the work that is ahead of him. Just as Jeremiah was known, you and I were known. There is nothing about our life that is a surprise to God. There is nothing about our lives that is a default. You are not a default. You are not an accident. No matter what conditions you were born, whether you were born out of wedlock, whether you were born out of rape, you are here. God knew you. God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. And he has sanctified you, for you are a child of God. He has sanctified you. We are here for a mission and a purpose. We are here to do that which is pleasing to God. In the book of Matthew, Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Salt, when it loses its flavor, it no longer has any use. It has to be unique. It has to be unique. Salt brings flavor to food. A flavorless food is not food that you can enjoy. And food that has too much salt is also food that you cannot enjoy. But the right amount of salt makes the food pleasurable to the taste. And there is a need for the church to be effective there is a need for the church to be firm and not to lose its saltness. There is a need for the church to show leadership and to show guidance because the church has been appointed. It is the called out ones. The church has been appointed to be the portal of heaven here on earth, the headquarters of heaven here on earth and as we pray that as it is in heaven so it be here on earth how i pray that the church shall rise 
and take charge and take leadership in this day and age. And therefore, we cannot take the position that Jeremiah initially took and gave an excuse that, ah, I am a youth, I cannot speak. The church cannot say, ah, we are few, the world is against us, therefore we cannot do nothing. The church cannot take the position of the world and promote or exalt the name of this thing that has paralyzed the world right now. As it is in heaven, so be it here on earth. That statement alone demands that our eyes must be looking upwards towards heaven to see what is going on in heaven so that we can lead the world, we can show the world what is going on in heaven and advise the world adequately and correctly in the direction that the world needs to take. The Bible says in the book of Colossians chapter 3 that our eyes, we, our eyes look upwards. Colossians chapter 3, we set our minds on things above. We look up where we are seated together with Christ. That's where our eyes ought to be. And therefore, we do not react. We do not react to what's going on in the world. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1. If then you are raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. It has to begin by you acknowledging that the old self died and you are now sitting with Jesus Christ in the heavenly places on the right hand side of God. Acknowledging that, settling in that, no doubt about that. And with that being said, now we set our mind on things above and not things on the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And so it begins by acknowledging that we are not of this world. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. And our members are here on earth. And therefore we discipline our members to only do what heaven is doing. And so God responds to Jeremiah and he says, do not say I am a youth, for you shall go to all, you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, 
for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. That's an assurance. One, let us not look at our weaknesses. Let us not look at our failures. Let us not look at our shortcomings and use them to avoid doing the will of God. Remember, he knew us before we were formed and he sanctified us before we were born. And so he knows. He knows my race. He knows my accent. He knows the things that I have and the things that I don't. If I am a stammerer, he knows. Moses gave an excuse that I behold I am a stammerer. Send somebody else. He knows. He turns what we see as impossibles. He turns them to possibilities. And so Jeremiah says, I am a youth. Age is not a factor. You could be eight years old and God has anointed you and mandated you to speak his word to the generations. Verse 9 says, Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. And so it's no longer my words, it's the words of God. No longer my words, the words of the Lord. And therefore, I have no reason to hold back because I have nothing. Everything in me is from Christ. Every word is from Christ. Every deed is directed by Christ. Jesus says, I only say what I hear my father say. I only do what I see my father do. And so Jeremiah is told that I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms. I have set you over the nations and over the kingdoms. The agenda of God is greater than just a local church. The agenda of God is greater than just your life. He has placed you over nations. He has placed you over kingdoms. And so you are not limited to where you are. You are not limited to your geographical location. You are not limited to your nationality. You are not limited to the country you are living in. The words you speak go far and beyond who you are, far and beyond 
your state, your city, your state, far be and beyond your country. It reaches out to nations all over the world and to the kingdoms all over the world. That's how powerful you are as a child of God. And therefore, as we speak, first of all, remember, God tells Abraham, not Abraham, Jeremiah, I have put my words in your mouth. I have put my words in your mouth. And I have set you over the nations and over the kingdoms. The work that you're about to do is very serious work, a radical work. Remember, we are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the earth. And therefore, there are things that we need to pull down. God tells Jeremiah, I have set you this day over the nations and over the kingdoms to do these things. One, to root out and to pull down. There are shrines, there are altars that have been erected against the word of God. There are things that have been exalted above the word of God and they need to come down. There are lifestyles that have been exalted above the word of God and they need to come down. They need to be rooted out. They need to come down. They need to be destroyed. Utterly destroyed. Nothing to be left over. Everything has to be destroyed and to throw down. And so there is a destruction of the systems, thought systems of ways of thinking that have been exalted that need to be destroyed. They need to be dealt with mercilessly. And they need to be thrown away. And after that is done, then to build and to plant to build and to plant every message god has given us deals with our thinking system deals with our lifestyles deals with the things we tend to hold on to because anything that is exalted above the word of god has to be pulled down has to be destroyed has to be rooted out has to be thrown away. In the book of Isaiah 55, the Bible says that my thoughts are not your thoughts, your ways are not, my ways are not your ways. The thoughts and the ways of God are far above our ways and our thoughts, just as the heavens are far above the earth. And as a senior pastor once said, we cannot accidentally think the thoughts of God. We must, we must 
root out all our thinking. We must pull down all our beliefs. We must destroy them and we must throw them down. That Jesus himself can begin to build his mind in us and to plant his word in our lives, in our hearts. He tells the disciples in the book of John that you are clean because of the words that I have spoken to you. Whenever God speaks to us, he seeks to change the way we think that we may think like him. And through the spirit of the Holy Ghost, the spirit of the Father, he teaches us the mind of God. The word of God is very paramount in our everyday life. He says in Deuteronomy chapter 8 that man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Every word. Proverbs chapter 4. The Bible says in chapter 4 verse 20 that Oh, let me get to Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20. Glory be to the Father. That my son, I give attention, give attention to my word. Incline your ear to my saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health to all their flesh. They are life to those who find them, and health to all of their flesh. The way Israel was to take over Canaan, the way Israel was to overthrow the nations and their gods was by observing the word of God by observing the commandments of God and man shall not live by bread and bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God that's very important it does not say that proceeded but it says the word that proceeds and therefore every day god gives us his word every day and therefore my friends we must learn to hear god every day we must learn to hear God he has never stopped speaking this day there are things we need to pull down there are things we need to throw out 
there are things we need to destroy in not only in our lives not only in our lives see you have been appointed over nations and over kingdoms of the world and so you could be here in in Alabama as I am but I have power that reaches Asia I have power that reaches Russia and their thought systems their things that have exalted themselves above the word of God in those far places that I have power to reach to pull out to root out to destroy and to throw away how powerful we are this thing that has paralyzed the world i equate it to the uncircumcised philistine this thing the church should have dealt with it when it emerged in that place called wuhan in china but it's never too late the church can arise the true church of the holy ghost can arise and begin taking charge to root out and to pull out to destroy and to throw away things that exalt themselves above the word of god and to establish the word of god as the ultimate and contested authority not only in our lives not only